1: What is going on sports fans Lawrence Hatchman Lang here bringing you game 11 top of the third and we had a great weekend in football with upsets comebacks and planes trains and automobiles as Mike Rifkin would say we're gonna get we're gonna get all to that little baseball news and then a little bit of reflection at the end of the show to a long time Listener of the show, but we'll get to that at the end of the show. We're going to pick up some football. Great cast and crew here today. VP Danny Boy here, and along with Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy is here as well.
2: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time zone you are in. And Danny How's Boy. Going?
0: How's it going, folks? All right, boys. Let's just get to it. Football. We're going to kick
1: it off. Um, game of the weekend. Vikings and the Bills. Back and forth. And then, unfortunately, Buffalo, yet again, comes up short in overtime. But,
2: and Nate Moser goes back into hiding.
1: Uh, well, I, I Buffalo fans don't go into hiding, Bill, unlike Giants fans. Hey,
0: he definitely went into hiding. Well, okay, M- right. Moser
1: might have went into hiding, but the rest of Bill's mafia does not go out in hiding. They own up, they own up the mistakes and they move on from and they don't blame people for losses. But to me, there's one play that I think, well, two plays that kind of sealed this deal. The four and eighteen that Jefferson caught for the first down, which is candidate for catch of the year and maybe yes. catch of the millennium. That might even beat Odell's catch.
2: Well, I would agree. On fourth and eighteen, that was freaking awesome. I remember it's- I was watching that with my dad yesterday, and I'm like, And we're both like, holy shit.
1: He caught it.
0: But also,
1: when you're on the half-yard line and you try a QB sneak, make sure you hold on to the football.
0: Because ultimately,
1: that was the sealer-dealer. You stopped him on fourth down. You're on the half-yard line. All you got to do is just move the ball up two yards. You can take a kneel. Game
0: you got to have a better running play than that. I, I I understand you're trying to move a little bit away from the end zone, and that's fine, but better play call. There was no excuse for that play call there. And, of course, if you're Josh Allen, Pat, n- you nailed it. You have to hold on to that football.
2: Absolutely.
0: And Josh Allen in the second half of late at least has been absolutely brutal I mean, yeah. You look at this
1: this past game. I Bills only had three. What was it? Three points in the the second half or fourth quarter. They they had six total points in the second half. That doesn't win football games. That means you're playing conservative football and you're not running up the score like I hammer I hammer down all the time when you're up big. You don't. It's not. You don't. You don't take the foot off the gas pedal.
0: I don't even think he's playing conservative football. I think he's just playing wild.
1: Who, Allen? Yeah. Do you elaborate on that a little bit?
0: He's throwing interceptions in the red zones, which is unlike him. And then on top of that, he's the one that just continues to run for his life. And granted, he knows how to scramble and get the first down. But you have to incorporate the rest of your offense. And he just doesn't do it. Okay. You can't so think the whole a,
2: offense is him. Is what? Yeah. You're
0: saying. So he puts a lot of pressure on himself, which is not what you have to do in these situations. So, yeah, no, he's playing wild. It's not good football right now coming and out of Josh Allen. Yeah, hour.
1: and also the once again, you know, he's he's throwing the ball where he shouldn't be when he doesn't have a play. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a play. I also hammered this down numerous times against him. Throw the ball away. Make sure it's not intentional grounding, but just throw the football away. If you don't have a play, throw the football away.
2: I agree. Don't risk the sack. Just throw the damn ball.
1: It's, a, it's, a, it's, not, it's, not, it's not even risk the sack. It's the fact that, you know, he throws a play into the end zone right into Minnesota defense territory where Minnesota intercepts the ball and the game's over and you lose in overtime.
0: Yeah, or, or even the one when they're up by 10. And he throws an interception, which you know started the Vikings big comeback. like it's it's even throws like that where those are just bad decisions made by him. He has to be smarter uh, for the bills in that in that standpoint. and it's it's just it it continues to baffle me with these decision making. And you know, I wonder if I'm not saying that this is a problem. This isn't necessarily the reason, but it may be a factor. I wonder if the coaching staff is having an issue trying to get Allen back into form. And it starts with offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. I wonder if he's having, not not necessarily having issues with him, but I wonder if they're having a tough time trying to get Allen back into focus on making the correct plays. Because if he's going to continue to play as wild as he has, that's going to be a huge issue for the Bills down the road if they can't close games in the second half.
2: That is a problem if you can't close the games in the second half. And, you know, when I was watching the game, I'm thinking like, well, I was flipping between, between that and uh, another game. And you all know what it was, the other game I was watching. Um, But Allen did look like the guy was running for his life,
1: well, he the man. The man tries to do it all in the offense, and he can't do it. You know, you have yeah, great, great wide receiving. You got Stefan Diggs. You got Stefan Diggs. You got Dust, Dust, Dustin Knox, or I can. It's one of the Knoxes. Dawson. <laughs> Dawson. I that. That's what i meant to say. Dawson Knox. You know. On uh, you also got Devin Singletary at running back. You know, you have your weapons. Just execute the run game a little bit more once again. On. The Singletary is a person that does not give up when given the ball. And Buffalo shows they have a great run game. And then, you know, on the flip side, you have the best defense in the league, apparently, and it looks like you're playing like a subpar defense. I
0: would 100% disagree with you because the true best defense in the league actually beat them the week before. So then... Well,
2: well, well, according to the start of
1: the season, the Vikings uh, have like one of the worst defenses in the end zone in the league. I was, well... We're talking the Bills at the moment, but we can talk about them in the defense in the red zone. (laughs) It's it's all right. But, you know, I must have misheard. (laughs) According to the beginning of the season, the Bills had the best defense in the league. Yeah. Uh, I'll retract that a little bit. And now (laughs) they're playing like a a subpar defense.
0: Well, it's okay. I mean, it's not. Obviously, you know, like I said, they're having trouble closing out games because the offenses keep running it down their throats or if they're not running it down their throats, the passing game is, you know, doing its job. Receivers are making big plays and everything and they're driving down the field. So it is definitely been a problem closing out games for sure for Buffalo.
1: And to go off that, the AFC East just became a little more interesting. Oh, Reg, the chaos is here. Ah, chaos hasn't braked on the AFC East. With a Miami win, your Miami Dolphins are in sole possession of first, while the Jets and the Bills are at 6-3, and three, and the Patriots at 5-4, and four, and surprisingly enough, now the AFC East becomes a topic of interest. Because now it yeah, seems but- that there's th- – three three of the four teams have a shot of winning this division.
2: Yeah, because a couple weeks ago when we did a Thursday Night Gridiron, Dan, you remember this. I asked what was – you were there and also Ross, the caddy, Mason, was there. And I asked you guys what was the most overrated division and what was the most underrated division. And when I asked what was the most underrated division, I – All three of us, me, Dan, and Ross, we all said the AFC East.
0: Well, it's just – yeah. It's because the Jets, I mean, better than I expected, but they're damn good. Dude,
2: better than I expected
0: as well. Yeah. The Dolphins were dangerous with Tua, so that's why I expected them to be in the mix. Now we have a true race for the division, and let's be real here. I'm going to get real for a second. If the Jets win against the Patriots, which again, I'm not going to guarantee because it is Jets versus Patriots, and you know who is going to want to stick it up the ass of the New York Jets and their fans
1: another
0: time. (laughs) So, if the Jets were to win, they're in first place, and the Bills are still in third place.
2: Yeah, well, right now, well, yeah, 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 they would be in third place because technically because the Bills are 0-2 in divisional play. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, like, here's the thing. And, and okay, so this division is now going to be wide open because Bills remain in schedule. They got the yeah. Browns next week. Mm-hmm. Then they got the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Then they're playing New England in New England. Then they got the Jets in Buffalo. And then they got Miami in Buffalo. And then they have the Bears, the Bengals, and then the Patriots in Buffalo.
0: Yeah. So the the schedule seems to be favorable for the Bills for sure. If they can, obviously, if they can close it out and Josh Allen limits his mistakes.
2: Because. But then when you look at the Jets, they got – this weekend, they're playing the –
0: This is brutal. In Foxborough. This is brutal.
2: And then they're going back home to play the Bears. And then they're playing the Vikings in Minnesota. And then they're going, like we said, up to Buffalo to play the Bills. Then they're playing the Lions at home. Then they're playing the Jags at home, and then they're playing the they're playing the Seahawks in Seattle, and, they're, and then they're closing the season against the Dolphins in Miami.
0: That's a brutal schedule. So you mean tell, you mean tell me, Patriots, Bears, Vikings, Bills, Lions, Jaguars, Seahawks, Dolphins, Seahawks, Dolphins. That ends your season, especially now what we know of the Dolphins. Like, like that's a that's a brutal schedule for the Jets
2: this this season. No, the AFC East and mm-hmm. we've been saying this. The AFC East is now being the AFC East is now that chaotic division.
0: For the Jets, they're going to have to get at least 10 to sniff the playoffs. And they have know, to get 10 the
2: Buffalo Bills the and that Bills that
0: may are, that still may not be enough
2: is to win ten. So they got to win at least four more games. Basically,
0: jet wins that are for sure wins. Lions, Jaguars, those are for sure wins. What about
2: Chicago? Or that could be a tricky game. Uh,
0: it's a that's a trap game at home. It's a trap game because the Bears are better. They're better than what. People are saying there I'm and, and not saying that the Jets won't win This game I'm just saying it's a trap Game at home Especially if you're going to win In Foxboro and ride high They don't want to get overconfident there So that might be a trap game So yeah but
2: I, I'm Going to say like so far The Jet this game On Sunday against the Patriots may be the most Important game for the Jets Right now
0: And we're hurt is that they lost to the Patriots. Yes. If they lose against the Patriots, then the Patriots all of a sudden they're back in the division race for sure. And they have the jet tiebreaker. So that makes it harder for the jets to try to get to the playoffs.
2: So yeah, the the AFC AFC
1: East is now interesting. Yes, it is. And, you know, we'll talk more AFCs later in the week as week progresses and we get ready for the weekend and Thursday night gridiron and Sunday Southern Port. we'll have more coverage of the AFC East and the rest of the chaotic madness. But I finally have time to gloat. It's been a long time for me to finally have some glory on this glorious Monday. All I got to say is Noah, Mark, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, How about them Cowboys? Cowboys. Ah, the Green Bay Packers. Come back and win it in overtime. 31-28. And Mr. Christian Watson has a breakout game as a rookie. Having Randy Moss-esque. I wouldn't say Randy Moss-esque numbers, but like a Randy Moss-esque game. Four receptions, 107 yards, three touchdowns. Ah, feels good to have a win again. You feeling better now, Patch? I'm feeling a little bit better, and you know what? Roger said this a few weeks ago when the Bills played when they played the Bills on Sunday night. He told his young team, "Go out and make a name for yourselves. Show them what how what we can do." And they stepped up a little bit against the Bills. And hey, we'll take it. You know. Then you know we lose to the Lions, which is um, heartache. But hey, the Lions. Who cares? You know. We we, we have to give Detroit fans something to be happy about since, you know, they got, um, hell married on a couple years ago, but Hey, but I'll, I'll let you go in one minute, Bill. Okay. But to beat these Cowboys, it just shows once again, you never leave Aaron Rodgers time and you don't make stupid boneheaded decisions when you have the football against the Packers, especially going forward on, uh, Fourth down in overtime when you had a chance to kick a field goal to go ahead.
2: I just hey,
1: want hey, I'm happy.
2: I just want to say I'm happy too, and I'm not a Packer fan just because you guys beat Dallas. I'm happy. Well, I'm, I'm happy because you guys beat Dallas.
0: Well, so. you should be extra happy because you also gained a game on Dallas, too. So now that the Giants are seven and two, and we'll get seven to and the two, Giants. baby. Let's we'll get go, to the big one! This is and a Packers that, segment, not a Giants segment. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll make it. I'll make it quick. I'll make it quick. But now that that's the case, Giants are second place in the division, and in striking distance. All of a sudden, it, the Commanders can get a surprising win within striking distance of the Philadelphia Eagles,
2: picture the conversation we will be having mm-hmm. either on Thursday night, the Friday show. Or Sunday, if the Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Washington Commanders. Picture that conversation for a minute, gents.
0: Anyway, Patch, but no, g- good win for your Packers. Yes. I'm really happy for you. You guys needed it. Uh, and it's great that it was in Lambeau, too. You needed mm. it for the home run. Yeah,
2: Yeah, you, you guys needed that win. Mm. And yeah. thank you for beating
1: Dallas. Oh, uh, you know, Bill, unlike the Giants, we can beat the Cowboys
2: uh hopefully we won't you won't hopefully that can happen yeah. in on Thanksgiving just, just,
1: just remember if the Giants make the playoffs thank the Packers I'll send you a nice fruit basket I will I do not eat fruit but you know I will we'll, gladly I'll get send that you thing. a nice bottle of scotch then that you know what that that that, that will do my friend that will do and,
2: yeah. and I just want to say I, I won't go too much on this because the Giants won a game they easily should have won yesterday. So I'm not going to sit here and give a doctoral thesis.
1: But, if you want, I don't care.
2: Well, but a doctoral thesis by Dr. William Murphy.
1: No, I'm not you a doctor.
2: I just play you, what i You
1: You do not have a doctorate degree. I do not have a doctorate degree.
2: Um, but anyway, um, I just want to say, though, the game, I got to admit, even though it seemed a little more competitive, it was the game was more competitive than
1: I thought it was gonna be. Like I gotta admit, Houston put up a good fight yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, they put up a good fight yesterday. I didn't really watch football the other day. <laughs> I, I only watched my game.
2: <laughs> but but no, I think um I think you know Daniel Jones looked good, Saquon. Like, what else do I have to say about Saquon? This guy's a freaking beast. Oh, so, yeah, Giants, like, like you said, like you said, Reds, Giants could possibly be within striking distance of the uh, Eagles.
0: Yeah. Now, credit to Daniel Jones for continuing to make big plays for this team. Like him, Saquon, defense coming up huge. And let's be real. The Giants did not have, again, once again, the Giants did not have a great day. Against a team they should have easily beat.
2: No, oh, this is a game they should have. This should have been up they a. They should have
0: whooped their asses.
1: We should have been be forty.
0: Like, it should have been forty to nothing.
1: It should have been that. Uh, uh, I, I would go forty nothing. Uh, I, I wouldn't twenty eight to 40. forty to nothing. I would and uh, maybe like 27 10.
0: 40 to nothing. The Giants uh, are a better.
1: I team. would. I wouldn't. They would not blink.
0: <laughs> he was
1: the Giants like to play stupid football, and we've seen that over the years. The Giants play stupid football.
0: Yeah, now, but, uh, but 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 again, you know the fact of the matter is Giants let the Texans hang on, which is not good. I mean, that's something that's a flaw that the Giants have. They allow teams to hang on. They
2: no, I agree, and they, 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 they don't they, know how to put games away. Yeah,
0: so the, that's the, that that's that, that, that's a huge issue
2: because all their games, me. guys, you know the stats here. All their games have been won by only one possession
0: yeah it will except for this one obviously but yeah but
2: the thing is the giants need to know how to put a bow on it
1: the giants need to find the killer instinct and just wallop a team and not say eh, you know we're gonna let you back in in a little bit no give
2: the final blow give the final blow but yeah, like what you said though, Reg, about Daniel Jones with the big place. One hundred percent agree. And I've been singing this song for the last couple of weeks, and I'm not tired of singing it yet. Yeah. Daniel Jones, finally, freaking finally, Daniel Jones has guts. This whole <laughs> Giants team has guts. The
1: the team has, the team as a whole has guts. I wouldn't say Daniel Jones has guts yet.
2: Like. Like I'm like I said I said this but like in after the first game of the season. The Giants, this offense is taking risk. The, this offense is not trying to play it safe anymore. The, I the, think the, the new team gi- under Brian Dable has been, you know, because he is an offensive guy, and I'm like, like when I see Daniel Jones do the runs, I'm like, that's what I want to see. I want to see that because this this offense finally has balls. and And I don't just mean footballs, but the holidays. yeah, but but you know what? the the thing is is like, you know, we're playing the Lions this week, which should be another winnable game. but, I wouldn't be too sure. Like, the Giants need to learn to put games away and give the other team no chance of coming back. Like, that's what the Giants need to do. And then we got to go into Dallas on Thanksgiving, which I am absolutely petrified of. I'm not going to lie.
1: Let's go, Cowboys. I hate you. Hate a powerful word, my friend. You know, many people hate me. But then again, you know, easy to hate me.
2: Oh, I don't hate you on some days i do but not all days
1: listen I'm, I'm an easy person to get along with i listen i let you do whatever for most of the most but i let ed i very rarely get involved in business in this network i let you all have your freedom of speech and all that fun stuff in the chats and podcasts very rarely do i have to butt in and say hey stop being children i let, <laughs> okay, you, guys have, I let you guys have fun here
2: yeah but um yeah. And you put up with me for 10 years. So, um, but anyway, travel. yeah, but, but you want to know something guys? It's like, we're all in a good mood today. It's like giants won, Packers one jets had a buy. So Reg is but, nice but, and well-rested.
0: Well, well the, that, and also the jets had a win on their buy because the bills lost. So
2: because the bills lost. <laughs> And uh, yes, you know I'm sure Rifkin's happy today. Oh,
0: Rifkin's probably having a party. His Dolphins are seven and three in first place. Dolphins are in first
2: place. The only people who are not happy right now, uh, old ops guy, Mm -hmm. and and also um, who else isn't happy? Oh yeah,
0: Moser and the city of Buffalo and the region of Western New York, they must be crying, crying, crying that once again, the Bills have been exposed for their terrible mistakes.
2: No, I was thinking and about were the Bills exposed yesterday.
1: Yes.
0: A little bit. Yeah. I mean, a little it,
1: bit, you know, they, they, they went against a good Vikings team.
0: They went against a good Vikings team, but they were also up 10 against a good Vikings team in
1: they let the Vikings back in the game.
0: Yeah, so you have to, while you give credit for Minnesota for, you know, making the plays necessary to come back in this game and eventually winning it, you also have to acknowledge the fact that if Josh Allen makes the right decisions, this game is over. We don't even talk about how wild that fourth quarter in overtime
2: mm. is. You know what? Here's a question that just rang in my head, and call me crazy
0: for asking me this. Hmm? Are the Bills overrated? No. 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 They're properly rated.
1: They're properly rated. They're not underrated or overrated. They're properly rated. They're just not closing out football games when they should. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's just when you you lose two in a row, you know, you lose to the Jets who a a good Jets team. Reg, you never thought you'd hear me say that, would you?
1: (laughs) I, I would say they lost to a decent Jets team. Not a good jets team
0: we we uh, have I'll to let have his moment we'll,
1: uh, I, I let him have this moment uh, two weeks ago.
0: I, i'm not I'm not going to go crazy about the Jets because uh, until they could actually be consistent the entire season and actually show me that they're no longer going to mess up their own destiny, I'm going to be skeptical about the Jets, <laughs> but I'll be excited when they win. So I'm taking it by a week by week basis type of thing,
2: so, so- by, if they beat New England next week, Reg, already at your place, huh?
0: Sure, why not? They'll be in first place.
2: <laughs> All right. And I'll be the strippers. Don't worry. Oh, boy. <laughs>
1: All right. Last piece of NFL news. The who Indianapolis Colts. Who would have thought? Who would have <laughs> thought Mr. <laughs> Jeff Saturday is he's, undefeated?
0: He's a TV that. personality.
1: A TV personality goes I'm in. I'm not happy about this. <laughs> goes in as the interim head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. And all bets are off in Vegas as Mr. Saturday beats the Las Vegas Raiders. In the park. 25 to 20. A win's a win, my friends. And Mr. Saturday might might need a little respect. Put on him.
0: Well, a, a little. The, We're not the, gonna go over. The Raiders. Overboard. The Raiders stink. I- I'm
2: sorry. The, you beat an extremely shit. overhyped, Raiders team, overrated team from yeah. the beginning. This team because you heard me say this folks, and I will say it to the freaking cows come home. Are the cows home yet?
1: Apparently. I don't know. They might be, or they might be um in the f- in the fields grazing. But
2: I've been say- and I'll say it again till the cows come home. Um the the AFC West was is the most overhyped, overrated division in the NFL. Like now, not so much because they bet they've shown their true colors. The Raiders under, you know, Josh McDaniels, who was supposed to be, you know, the second coming of Belichick. And because this team is just so sad. And, you know, listen. Okay, Jeff Saturday. Congratulations on your first NFL win. You beat the as Raiders as a coach.
1: As a coach and not-
2: head coach. Thank you, Patch. Dang. You. What do you want? the The Medal of Honor? You beat the freaking Raiders. Yeah. Go well, beat a real team and then come talk to me.
0: Well, I mean, let's see what happens here. But yeah, the Colts win. Jeff, on Jeff Saturday's interim head coaching debut, so it's a, it's a, his first official win as a head coach, and um, you know, yeah, a little stunning there. So I don't know, I, I don't know. I mean, do you blame Derek Carr? No, I mean <laughs> the receiving core is trash, which is funny because they have your boy Batch uh, Devontae Adams, and um, he's been massive disappointment for for vegas so, well, so yeah, you I, know, sometimes when you go all in you bust
1: because
0: I, I i know you're not i know you're not shedding any tears for him for sure
1: oh you know you know if the old saying goes if you want to come home come home we'll still green bay fans will welcome you home with open arms and we'll, we'll embrace you again. We embraced Brett Favre when he came back after turning to the dark side and going to Minnesota and then your beloved New York Jets. Uh-huh. But, well, if and when he decides to come back, if he wants to Green Bay, we'll embrace Devontae again, And he'll but... come
2: to you with open arms, nothing to hide. But, yeah. you know, with the Colts, it's like, you know, like the remaining games. Next week, you got Philly. I think we can give them an L on that one. Am I right? But who knows? could be a trap game. you got Pittsburgh, Dallas, Minnesota, the Chargers, my beloved New York Giants, and the Texans. So they should win like two or three more games. Should.
1: Should, but, you know, shout out to Jeff Saturday. Want to know as the interim Indianapolis Colts.
2: And
1: hey, his coach. last football game before this was what a high school football game he was coaching. Hey, hey, TV analysis turn coach. Maybe we can get another win and go 2 0, but we'll see. I'll have to wait and see on that. All right, our last piece of business before reflection Edwin Diaz is going to be paid like Bobby Bonela. <laughs> He has deferred payments till 2042.
0: Here's what I'll say about that. If Edwin Diaz can give you the same season or better within the rest of his time as the New York Met, to hell with the deferred payments. It's all worth
2: it. It's It's all worth
0: worth it. That that's just me. And You know, hey, look, it's going to be a a lot of money for Diaz to receive. Of course, he'll take it, and you know that's just how it is. To me, Edwin Diaz just has to do well for it to to get done. And if
1: we're looking at the breakdown, uh, this comes from an ESPN article. Breakdown is deferred. Um, deferment on twenty twenty three money. He gets two point six five million each in twenty thirty three and twenty thirty four, and two hundred thousand in twenty thirty five. There's a bunch of other money things, but he does have some incentives in this um, deal. Um, he gets um he has no trade clause allowing him to block um trade. He has block trades to ten teams if he were to be traded. But also, he would earn $100,000 for World Series MVP. And Rivera, the Rivera-Hoffman reliever of the year, he would get 50K for. For an all-star selection, gold glove, league championship series, MVP, or Cy Young, um, he gets a plus $25,000 for that. And then finishing um, second in the Cy Young voting, he would get an additional $10,000 for third as well. So he gets twenty five. dollars and he finishes second. And he gets ten thousand if he finishes third in the Cy Young voting. So he has some incentives in there, which is good. He does, but he also he also gets um the high he gets the highest paid reveal um reliever contract, outbeating who guys?
2: Mariano?
1: Nope. Hmm. Highest
2: paid reliever contract.
1: You said? Yep, highest reliever contract since this other reliever got paid 86 million dollars in a five-year deal after the
0: 2016 season hmm. hmm. any guesses after the 2016 season yes
1: yeah, so you got this person got a five-year 86 million dollar agreement or a contract however you want to put it
0: 86 million dollars Who's closer that signed? Was it Chapman? Yes. Okay.
1: Was Chapman. It was Araldis. It was
0: Yeah, but, but the Yankees. That's the only big, that was yeah. the only big closer that was out there. And that's that free agency. That's why. All right.
1: It's going to be deferred payments forever in the Mets system. <laughs> God, that with uh, Bobby Bonilla. Bobby Bonilla day is going to end, and then we're going to have Edwin Diaz day.
2: You know, when does Bobby Manila Day finally end?
1: Uh, I think it's what twenty thirty six or thirty seven. I believe it's like twenty. Ah, uh, let's see here. As the old saying goes, "Good for the um googly."
2: I always wish Mark a happy Bobby Manila Day. I remember one year it was like, "So how was your Bobby Manila Day?" He's like, "Sucks. I didn't get any of his money." Ah, uh, twenty
0: thirty five. I wow, was
1: close. Okay, so twenty thirty five.
0: So, so after I'm,
2: that,
1: you have, uh, what, seven more years of Edwin Diaz Day? Yeah,
0: we do. well
1: Mets will we'll celebrate Edwin Diaz Day. That'll be, be the new be thing. And
2: on this end. November 14th, in this year of our Lord, 2022, that will <laughs> officially be, by the power invested in me, and the Sports Insanity Network, which is very little, it is now Edwin Diaz Day. Any objections to this de- to this declaration? Any? Okay, no objections.
1: Confirmed. I mean, we I, mean, I mean we gotta pass it the rest by the rest of the network, but you have no complaints from the president and the VP.
2: So okay. So it looks like my, my motion's gonna have a good chance of passing that. It, it,
1: it depends. It if, if it gets shot down, we'll have to bring it to the um Supreme Court of SIN. We have a Supreme Court now? We might. You don't know. There's the. and listen. There might be more higher ups than me and Danny. Are we gonna be forming like our own little government soon? Are we gonna be building like a compound? All that's gonna live there. Ah uh, no, we're not gonna do that. We're not. We're not gonna do that here. That's too much work, and and I don't have enough time in the day to make that work.
0: Quickly, we do have awards. I know you want to get to the Pete Rose thing. Yes. Um, uh, awards. Uh, Julio Rodriguez your American League Rookie of the Year, Michael Harris II, your National League Rookie of the Year, both well-deserved honors uh, for two rising stars in Major League Baseball. So congratulations to them both. All right. You know
1: what? We'll say Pete Rose for later in the week. We can wait for a little more detail to come out. that. Um, bit of reflection. Yeah. Uh, as, as you know, we so- mentioned last week, um, a long time well long time listener long time friend and you no know, person that was both mm. was both an impact you know uh, was an impact on, on you know the original sports insanity hour you know back in our time in DCC you mentioned last week no we send uh, wishes out to Mike Wida unfortunately you know we lost Mike mm. the tuesday after our recording and you know yeah. It was a big blow to, you know, few of us here in the network, you know, me, Danny boy yeah. and Bill, even though Bill really didn't know Mike that well. He, you know, saw Mike in passing, you know, down at Dutchess Community College. But, you know, for, you know, me and Dan, you know, from being involved, from me working in student activities and, you know, Danny yeah. being part of SGA down at Dutchess Community College, you know, Mike was this beacon of um, beacon of light. Yeah. that you know would do anything for the students he would go out of his way he would go to meetings for the all the clubs down at duchess just to make an appearance just to see how the clubs were doing regardless if it was you know gaming and anime society you know radio club to you know gamers guild all the clubs that you know that were offered he was in charge of sga he was lead he was the president of student activities where you know where the where you know sga not sga um, student activities offered you know trips everywhere he helped set those up he made sure you know rocky horror picture show went off without um mm. a bump in the road he he was an inspiration to everybody and you know when you when you see someone pass you know it's like a gut punch because you know you never know who's gonna make an impact on your life and you know mike wida made an impact on many <laughs> lives Man, surely gonna be missed. You know, diehard Jets fan, diehard Ohio State
0: fan, and that and that's what sort of that's what you know that helped me get uh, get me to like him a lot was the fact that we suffered as Jets fans. You know, I I, I cut it off. I apologize. No,
1: oh, you're fine, man. Go ahead. No.
0: But uh, but uh, the uh, you know, me and Mike, you know, we didn't always have. Great relationships. And there were times where I was, like, you know, because you know, I, I had a friend who battled certain activities in the SGA. And what are you gonna do? You have to support your friend if your friend's in trouble. But Mike, one thing that I always respected about him was that he in his heart, he was still a kid. He was still a young person in, in heart. So he wanted to make sure that a community college, which you know, for a lot of you know community colleges you know they're not really supposed to be fun places to go to you just go to school and then go to home yeah, he you- truly wanted to make that community such a fun place to be at while you're learning while you're trying to figure out who you are and everything he was a terrific person to do that and that gives my 1000% respect gives you know, my- for, so, for one person that you know to try to make it like a true home. That's, that's pretty beautiful. That's a beautiful thing. So sending my love over to Mike Weida.
1: We're sending love over to Mike Weida. We're going to miss you, man. Hope you're watching over us up in the great beyond. And Mm -hmm. maybe you're hanging out with great jet legends, great Ohio Mm -hmm. state legends. Yep. And you guys are just reminiscing of the good times, the bad times, because you know what? You have to reflect on the bad times too. But, Mike, you know, we're going to miss you. We love you. We will see you someday on the other side.
0: So, and, we, and I promise you, Mike, the Jets will win a Super Bowl while I'm on this earth. And I want to make sure that there's going to be a lot of Jet fans that will never, ever see Jets win a Super Bowl. I am going to be one of them, and I will send my love to Mike Wider. Mike Wider will. is truly a good human being. You and
1: know. i you know what, when the jets happen i will personally buy a jet super bowl hat have a frame in my room with a picture of you and the hat's just gonna sit on top of there
0: mm-hmm. and Absolutely. i will
1: and i will look over at it and smile and hey let's give ohio state a chance at the college championship too
2: he was a good guy um i i only had um unlike you guys who had um more interactions with him. I only really had a couple interactions with him, but he was always a nice guy. Um, he really dedicated at a DCC. Um, you know, he loved what he did and it's really sad and uh, he will be missed. May he rest in peace.
1: With that said, we have reached the conclusion of the top of the third of game 11 here. On the Sports Insanity uh, podcast on the Sports Insanity. I almost said hour for some reason. No, (laughs) no, no, fuck it. No, this has concluded the top of the third of game 11 of the Sports Insanity hour
0: in dedication
1: (laughs) to Mike Wide. Mike Wide, absolutely. We'll kick it old school and I'm going to go Sports Insanity hour because no, I think we did the show in about an hour. So if we added 15 minutes of music, we would have been at an hour, so we're going to go with it tonight. So and
2: Tonight, it's throwback night for
1: in honor it's, of Mike Wida. In honor of Mike Wida. For, for that, I am Lawrence Patchman Lang.
0: I am Bill Corpus Crispy Murphy. And I'm Danny Boy Reginald. J-E-T-S. Win, win, win. If they lose to the freaking Patriots, I'm going to scream. I'm sick and tired of looking at that smirk on bill belichick's face after he beats the jets i want the smirk to look something different i want jets to kick some ass like new yorkers do all right i'm done
1: with with that said we will see you guys later in the week take care guys and we'll see you soon
2: stay safe and take care
1: what's going on everyone lawrence patchman lang here President of the Sports and Sanity Network, just reminding you to go to our website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork, where you can read everyone's blogs here on the network and also find about the history of the Sports and Sanity Network.